Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. As you know, we are spending this week talking connection. We got it started Monday by having a conversation about the world of opportunity. Tuesday, we dug into finding connection in the workplace. Yesterday, we discussed connection in our closest friendships. And today, it's romantic connection. This conversation is admittedly similar to yesterday's conversation about friendships in that the people we choose to be romantically involved with are one of those top five most influential people in our lives. More though, romantic partners are likely closer to number one. Because of that, we have to be even more particular when we venture into long-term romantic partnerships or marriage. More than anything today, we want to explore the importance of awareness in relationships. A lot of people sort of blindly follow chemistry, and that's perfectly healthy so long as we've done the work of self-exploration and healing. What's important to keep in mind is that chemistry is often a result of childhood trauma and maternal and paternal wounds. Without awareness, we fall into patterns of being attracted to partners because they subconsciously fill a void from our past. Sometimes we're lucky and that works out because they happen to be a natural fit. Sometimes it leads to people accepting all kinds of different abuses. Right. We just sort of move toward these kinds of bonds with our eyes closed, feeling our way through without a grasp on what's actually healthy or what we actually need in our partner. Ideally, we can go into a relationship with our eyes wide open, having done the work of knowing ourselves, knowing our values, knowing our non-negotiables, knowing our strengths and weaknesses, thus knowing our partner is a fit for our future selves as well. That said, if we're already in a relationship, it's important that we can introduce this level of critical awareness into the situation, whether it's by ourselves or as a united front. From there, it's that personal choice of how long we wait for our partner to meet us halfway or get on the same page. Part of being in a partnership is working with someone's flaws, because we all have flaws. The hope is that our strengths equip us to handle those flaws as they grow. But the key there is that they're aware of their need for growth and that they've made the decision to grow. The problems arise when we lack awareness, when we don't see our flaws, hence we're incapable of growth. The tricky part is there's very little we can do to wake people up. It's that saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. Awareness and the mindset of growth are forms of enlightenment. We can share our learning. We can suggest podcasts, books, meditations, breathing exercises, fitness regimens, supplementation schedules. But until that spark ignites in them, they'll just be going through the motions. We can't make it matter to them. This is a conversation about, first and foremost, building a foundation of awareness suitable for growth. 
Again, ideally, we find a partner who's already there, who knows their values, who knows their strengths, knows their weaknesses, knows their non-negotiables, and knows what they have to offer. If we have the awareness to know those same things about ourselves and we match on those fronts, the relationship is poised for mutual growth. We all go through slumps. But when the foundation is steady, the occasional stint of negativity isn't something we should be afraid of. What we'd hope to be in these situations is what we'd hope they'd be for us in a downturn. A support system, a shoulder, someone who can help us remember our values and ideals. And when it's time, someone who can turn our faces back toward the light. Obviously, the goal is to first and foremost be that for ourselves. But the reality is we need people. We need each other. And it's perfectly human to rely on others to be our helping hand and that we be theirs. That's what being part of a partnership is all about. Remember, we love hearing from you. If you'd like to share, we welcome you to comment or message us through the Good Risings Instagram page at Good Risings. You can find me at B McMuffin. You can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. Thanks so much for joining us here on Grateful Grains. We'll be back again tomorrow for the final day of our week discussing connection. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom FM app, the podcast player from the future. Go to fathom.fm slash good risings and ask questions to hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.